This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay, good evening. Uh, tonight's share is sponsored by Lightwater Capital Investments. Okay, so we're holding in the Chelek Hasheni. So the first part of the Chelek Hasheni is a... Um, it's a. Uh, it, it deals with understanding actus and uh, and uh, incorporeality and um, of Metzias uh, of Hakadosh Baruch Hu based on the philosophers, which is definitely a lot more the rucho of the Rambam, except for the places that he argues with them. So. It, um, the hakdamas, the meaning hakdamas, the axioms that we need to establish Hakadosh Baruch Hu's existence and that he's not a goof or kach beguf is chamesh for esim hakdamas. Twenty-five axioms, kulam ba'alem amoyfis, all proven, and safik b'davar mehem, they're all. Uh, absolutely uh, proven, no doubt. Aristotle is the one, it's, it's all based on Aristotle's works. I think Mashoim are the scholars, the, the, the philosopher scholars, in other words, the, the people who followed Aristotle. Um, the, each one proven. So 25 are established the axioms, corollaries, I guess, would be a better word today. In uh, and as in one, the twenty-sixth one, noida lehemba, we will we will grant them this kibaze is and because we'll be able to even prove it based on that. So the twenty-six axioms put down by the Aristotelians, 25 of them he firmly believes to be absolutely true. The 26 that the world is ever existent, he denies, but for argument's sake, he's willing to go with it and to still come up with everything that, that, that he's proven. Okay, now, now these, um, these 25, 26 axioms are not... It's not 25 different you know, kind of, a, you know, totally each one is in a different place. They come in clumps. So the first three are about the impossibility for something, something, something infinite to exist. The existence of something that has no limit is impossible. Um so the the um, and, and again the proofs are all arguments that Aristotle made, but it's something that is um, one, two. Hashenis shemitzius balei shirit sheker. The second one is that there is no, um, there cannot be something which has an infinite amount of particles. There is no such thing as an infinite amount of particles. Hashlishis, 
שמציאס אילויס ועלולים את הספרם שקר. I never ever um, change, a never ever ending chain of cause and effect is impossible, an infinite chain of cause and effect. ואף על פי שלא יהיה בעל ישיר, even if there is not something, even if we're not dealing with um, length, in other words, it's, it's not that these things coexist so that you have the problem of an infinite length, but even if, it, if, if in time, in other words, A cause B cause C cause D and, and the sequential, but you cannot have an infinite amount there either. To say that this um, that this seichel, uh, meaning um, an entity, like this is more like a, um, what he calls the sichlian, like the, the, the planets, the so on. The sibosis seichel sheni, sibos hasheni shlishi, sibos hashlishi vi kain eloy tachlis agam kain shekem vuah. You cannot say an infinite amount of causes and effect going backwards. Going forward, there's not, there's not I don't think there's a real um, steer to it, but going backwards, you cannot say that. So, um, so these three really sort of clump together um, the concept of infinite. In, infinite does not exist in the world. Not as any measure of any one thing, not as the measure of the things, and not as the measure of the existence of something. That is um, one point. So, so these are three axioms, but it's, it's, it's based on one point. Next, now we have a bunch of um, uh, five or six uh, points that deal with change and so on. Haravi is he. When you talk about distinction, change, differences, differences is the right word for it. When you talk about differences, differences between two items come in four different um, areas. A difference in terms of the essence of something. This is oxygen, this is nitrogen. Um, this is not like uh, what we saw before the, uh, that he brought from the Medabrim uh, and so on. And any change like that, to change from A to B, when we're talking about the essence, the only change we can say is something becomes totally destroyed or created. In other words, um, from... To, to change the essence of something means you got rid of the old essence and now you have a new essence. There's no transition of essence to essence. You can have change in quantity, you know, either growth, extension, or um, cutting. In, in qualities, color, etc., things of that nature, you can have change. So it's the same metal, it's the same iron, but it's been softened, it's been hardened, or whatever it is. And 
and you find it also in terms of location. So if I have a slab of wood, I can have three changes that are in the wood, so to speak. I can have a change in terms of the 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 uh, what he calls the the um, camus. I can cut it. If it's if it's a tree, it can grow. I can change different qualities of it, um, color, etc., and location from place to place. And a change from wood to metal requires the, that the that the wood cease to exist and the metal begin to exist. There is no transition. Now um, he uses the word tnua, and he and he says the word tnua means flux. And it can be used as motion, which is what we commonly used. And the word tenua also can mean change. And he says, over here, he says, the change of location is the one that we especially use this, the word tenua. So even though the word tenua, which is going to be using now, can apply to the other's things, but but um, when you, when you talk specifically about Tnua, we're going to refer to this. Um, by the way, you know, even though it's it's a um, it's a translation from the Arabic, but the Rambam did look over Ibn Tibbet's translation, and he did make comments about words. He you know he asked them around by words, so we'll assume that it has a high degree of correlation. So I mean, here he's using the word Tnua. And explaining how he's using it, it that, that, that's usually tricky when you go from language to language, but that's what it is. Achamish, you see, the fifth one is so now, so one point he says about change in general. Achamish, you see, the fifth passive is Shekol Tnua, Shinu Vietzia Minakoach Lapoa. Anytime I say that there has been a change, it must be. That that state was potentially there, and now it's become actualized. In other words, let's go back to the to point three before. If I have a piece of wood that's unpainted and I paint it white, that means the wood had the possibility of being painted white. That possibility had not yet been realized, and now I realize it. Or the the wood had possibility of being cut to the shape of the table, and was not yet. So the action changes that. Um, the wood has no potential to become metal, and therefore there is there is no such tenua like that. Because tenua, flux, change is possible only because it was there beforehand in potential, and now I realize it. Had it not been there before in potential, you could not have made that change. Hashishis. Um, the 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 sixth uh, postulate about and again this is the clump of 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 postulates about change motion change kiatnois the changes mehem beetzim mehem be mikra mehem bechreach mehem bechelik so change and motion can happen in different ways some of it is Be'etzim shayach to to the thing itself. Some of it is an incidental force that changed it. Sometimes it is 
something that forced the change, and sometimes it's something that's in part of it. And we'll give examples. What does it mean when we talk about a change on the thing itself? When we move the object to another place, we're talking about the object itself. This table has been moved from this room to this room. So, so that's a change that addresses the etzim table. Asher b'mikra, and so he says, sometimes the thing that you're part of changed. So I have a table, it's painted white. And I moved it from room to room. So the white also moved from room to room, but it didn't really move from room to room. It moved as part of the table. Um, you have the concept of being forced. Um, which is some motion has to be forced, like when I shoot up something upwards, which is not the natural motion of the thing itself. Um, it's a motion that's been imparted by something. And and you can have motion which is in part of something. This is very similar to the case of the white painting. If I have a nail the nail also moves. So um, these are four different properties about things that move and so on. So this is this is the first one that I think is kind of a reasoning, and and it will obviously be important later on. Let's explain this 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 point. Um, whenever I move I, again, let's my poor table is is doing all these things. I take I take my table and I move it out there. So. Um, it must be that the first centimeter of table moves first, and and then the second centimeter moves second, and the third, third, and fourth, fourth. In other words, each the, the motion is distributed evenly. The 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 way in uh, uh, the other possibility would be if I have a magic wand and I say presto and the table instantly as a whole disappears from here and instantly reappears there. But it, it, so, so when I talk about something moving, it can only move if there are parts because each piece needs to move. That's how movement happens. Um, so, so something that has no parts, let's take something kind of absurd, but justice I can't move justice. It doesn't move anywhere. It exists. Justice is something that exists, but it doesn't, it doesn't have parts and therefore it can't move. I can say something is just, something is not just. I can say you're a just person. He's not a just person. He's become just, but justice hasn't moved. So, so in order for movement to happen, you must have, um, you must have parts and pieces because or else there would be an instant transformation. 
I must have, and this is true about many other, if you think about it, a, a tree loses its leaves in the fall and grows its leaves in the spring. It's not instant. So there's always going to be the first cell that's going to grow and then the second cell and the third cell. The first cell will, 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 will start to dry out, the second cell, the third cell, and so on. You're always going to have the, this continuous um, the motion. Motion as a continuous process requires piece by piece by piece. That's what it passes. Yes. Yes. What? If, if you have, if you, if you take the smallest physical entity, would he say that there's that everything can always be every broken so down? So that was that, that that was all part of the package of Zeno's paradoxes, because if you think about it, to us, if you keep that logic going, that nothing could ever move. You know, either you get at some point an electron can have half and half. I, I, you know, I, yes. You're right. That, that it, it, logically, you could you, you you run into a steerer. I don't I don't have an answer for that. Um, but but it, 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 I'll tell you what what he's is um, what he's going to drive at with something like this is that you cannot ascribe motion to Hakadosh Baruch Hu because either or if Hakadosh Baruch Hu doesn't have parts, then he can't move. And if he moves, you automatically saying that he has parts to it. That's where he's going to go with something like this. But, you know, these things are things we, we, we don't think even that these arguments, we know it's a lot more complex than that. But those are the arguments. Hashminis. Is there, one question. Is the reason that yes. justice can't, is the reason that justice can't move, is that because it has parts or because it's, it's, it's a concept, it's not physical? But, but why can't, well, why can't it? So, so the, way he, the way he formulates it is motion means that there's a continuous progression from place to place. Um, you know, it, 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 it's, it's something that requires atom by atom, it moves. The first point moves, and the second one moves, and the third one. Each one moves one. That's the way he describes it. I, I, don't, I don't have, like, it's... Like it's besides you, it, the it, point. It, the wow. besides, besides the point. Somebody which is not physical can't move. Whether it has parts he, I, I use it as an extreme example. He, he's obviously the one thing that's not, that's ena mischalik, is, is, is something that doesn't have a goof. And the Mela, you know, motion, the way they understood motion requires, you have two ways of getting something from point A to point B. Either presto, with a magic wand, and that's not motion. It appeared here and it disappeared here. The same way, like, we don't have any motion for metal to become wood. Metal is metal, and then it's wood. It's like, you know, it's, it's for us, it's the only reason why when we see a caterpillar disappear and then a butterfly emerge is because we, we can keep cutting open the, the, the cocoons and see different stages of the development. But, you know, to us, the yeshma ayin is, is something that, it, it, that's not tenure. Tenure is a process. It's gradual, and he, the way he describes it, is that it needs pieces so that it can, it can go. It, it can it can go along. Hashminis ki kol mashes tenure b'mikra yenuach bechreach mipnei she ain't nasa be'atzma v'lazayef sheshla tenure hi amikras tamid. This is Aristotelian science. Um, today we don't think so, um, but. Maisa, it means 
anything whose motion was imparted by an outside force is going to be in a state of rest once the force is gone. In other words, it's a given assumption that things like to stay in one place and it stays. If you, if, if something, if motion was imparted to something, it means it's a thing that's not going within itself. Therefore, it's going to have to come to a rest. Just a question, how much energy was there? Um, he, there is one type, and he'll get this soon, there's one type of motion, which does last forever, and that's the planets and the stars, and we'll talk about it soon if we get there now. So anything whose motion is not innate to itself must come to rest at some point, and therefore, if you have to throw something... Now, Newtonian physics um, discarded this. They said, no, anything that is at rest, stays at rest. Anything that's in motion keeps going. But we up the ante. And we said what, what he calls motion, we call acceleration, which is the motion of motion. It's, 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 it's kind of, and that we still feel requires um, an input of energy. And, and therefore, the statement that he says could be revised and say constant motion is a form of rest, but um, accelerated motion requires input. And if it needs an outside accelerator, it's going to fall back at some point and stay what it is. Hachias, called Geshem Shunia Geshem, Omnam Yini Eyu Gam You can't move something without moving. In other words, you can't. Um, you, 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 you know, for anything physical that moves something else physical, there's going to be motion that's imparted from the person moving to the thing that's being moved. So even if you don't see much motion, so, so, so Lamashal, let's say something, I, I, I shoot, I throw something at the wall and then it bounces back very energetically, but that's because there was motion imparted. The, the wall, um, there was some sort of shock that the ball pushed it, it pushed the ball. It tachless, you cannot, a physical being creates motion only by its own motion. Hasiris. Now, now let, me, let me just jump the gun a minute. Um, the Rambam's, the Rambam's uh, focal point for Emuna, you know, from, from nature, was not the existence of matter per se. For, for many reasons, the, our, our first claim for Bria Solom is, well, things have to come from somewhere. If there was no first thing, it can't come from somewhere. The Ram uses, uses, that's a minor type of Raya, and maybe we'll talk later about why. But the point that the Ram does use is motion. Motion, the, 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 the constant motion of the heavenly bodies um, and being circular motion, that is to him seeing that there's a mover. And this all is, these are all these axioms lead up to that. For some reason, the Rama prefers this. One reason is because Aristotle argued about the eternity of matter. He did not argue about motion. 
So that's one argument. And secondly, um, the, 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 the constant motion is something we see with our own eyes. And it's something that's very visible to us. Where matter comes from is sort of a, um, kind of uh, reasoning, conjecture. So I think those are two possible reasons. But, but the, the, planets, the planets aren't constantly accelerating. So if you redefine Rambam's axiom, you're not going to be able to... Right, right. Well, well, well okay. So, so if once you go into modern science, it, it, what they discovered, I don't know, 30 years ago, um, was that the world keeps accelerating. The galaxies are accelerating outwards. And that's one of the big, big questions and riddles. That's something that that's, that's, happens to be one of the big, big problems in physics is to explain, the, you know, it, 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 it does seem that they are constantly accelerating. And the question is how? That's the, the Pella, the Pella. But so if we upgrade the Rambam science in one place, we're going to have to upgrade it across the board we're going to have to sort of expand. We'll have to accelerate the, the, the size outwards and, and, and hit the other things. Based on today's um, science, the existence of matter is, that is a pretty good proof by today's standards. We would still consider that to be, in the form, like how, what led correct. to this thing. You know, the, the problem is, the, the big difference though, why today we have a harder time with these type of things is, in the old days, a, a self-respecting scientist didn't think about things in a test tube. He sat back and closed his eyes and thought about the great universe and the great um, principles that it runs on. And you could sit and argue these things. Today, people say, you know, like, okay, you know, what I know, what I have in the test tube is a vade. What we saw in the telescope is a vade. Everything else is kind of conjecture. And, you know, they'll, they'll think of more and more spheres. It, it doesn't speak so much to us, but... But but the way the constant expansion and matter is is a a a, a, a sick. Um, this is another very important point. In general, he, it's 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 a it's um it's a term that the Rambam is, is, talks about a lot and, and, and so on. We have certain things that are physical. Again, going back to our table, a table is physical. Um, we have concepts that are um, meaningful, they're conceptual, but they're meaningful only within a physical context. So um, let's say we'll speak about the 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 um, a person's brain or mind. Let's leave the shama out and things like that. So the mind seems to be something more. Let's talk about certain systems. The body has a, a system where things are regulated. So the system, as such, the the, the, the sort of the, the algorithm for the body's regulations is conceptual, but it exists only as a function of the body. It's, it, you can't disembody it. Is the formula that describes at, at, how different between the person's blood flow, energy level, oxygen, the relationship. 
so that's it's conceptual. It's 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 an idea. It's, it's it's a relationship, but it only has meaning within something. That's what's called a koach begeshen. Even our neshama, our nefesh, at a lower level, is simply the life force within a person. It does not exist outside the person. Neshama, the deeper parts of the person, is very different. But these are things that exist within a person. Now, um, so that's called a koach begeshen, and is and there's another type of koach begeshen. So there's two types of koach begeshen. There is something which is um, a function of man. There is uh, so Marshall nichbadus. Nichbadus is an idea, but it's an idea that sits on a person. It's it's a it's a certain way of describing a person's actions and so on. There's a second type of thing which is expressed in Adam. It's a shorish lamashal. The 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 of the Adam. In other words, the the blueprint. Of, of, of an Adam, the concept of an Adam, that is expressed in Adam. So he, he says there are two types of conceptual entities that have meaning only with regards to a physical being. Conceptual things that come out of it, Solar Marshall, if I talk about a great painting, so a great painting is an arrangement of paints. So certainly that arrangement is much bigger than that, but it's an arrangement of paints. On the other hand, when I talk about pigment, pigmentation as giving rise to the different types of paints, so pigmentation is also, it's a concept that sort of, a paint is an example of it, but pigmentation exists only in the context that it's the, it's the um, incubator, so to speak, for paint. And a paint and a painting is brought about by this. So anything that depends on a physical entity, either as its expression, its only expression, or as an expression within a context of its entity, is going is is going to be called koach And the moral uses this term actually many places, uh, describing Akadosh Baruch Hu, that Akadosh, even though we use terms that seem to describe Akadosh Baruch Hu in human terms, the judge, the the the, the mashpia, the bore, but the emis is that is la'ela la'ela. The emis Akadosh Baruch Hu should not be seen in any context. That we don't have any way of grappling with it, but we just know that. Okay, so we'll be holding by. So so we did the first ten, and Mitzvahem next week will continue. Uh, a good. Uh, uh, Good Shabbos. Good night, Shabbos. Can I ask a, a random yes. shayla? A little bit? Oh. Yeah. Well, uh, maybe it's, uh, is it random connected to, to, to a goof or, or it's <laughs> random? Huh? <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's just see. Rebbe has said a word about Hamavda bin Kodesh Lachol that bin Yisrael Amin. That it's not that the, our picture of the Amim shouldn't be like uh, some gangster on the street. It should be like uh, the most cultured yes. type of person. And even that, even there, you have a Havdalah. I, I just want, I told that to somebody right. who wanted to know where Rebbe, where that comes from. Uh, if, if Rebbe has a, uh, has, has a source, a specific source for it, if, uh, where, where that idea comes so from. So I'll, I'll, I'll be you a Rashi. Rashi says, um, that 
So Rashi says, you know, it is a key of obligation to, to, to use your faculties to be able to distinguish your Tamatar. So Rashi says over there that it's either Sazria or Shmini. It doesn't, it doesn't mean between a Chamoir and a Para. That's an easy one. It's between being shechting something and you, and, and you're, and, and it's, you shechted the roiv to one short of the roiv. You know, to, 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 um, so, so, in other words, when the Torah says, lehavdil, here, it's, it's in the end of Shmini, lehavdil ben atome vatoher, tzorech leivim chamer lepara, if you chamer and para, you need havdalah, v'alik for mefroshim heim, they're open. El beitmeh lechot toyocha benishchat chetzer shakona, nishchat rubai. One half a millimeter makes that difference. So the word lehevdel, he says, means that. I also would be masmechid on the Gemara that says das ayin abdolim inayin. The less fine the differences, um, the less you need das. In das ayin abdolim inayin, you certainly can tell the difference between a rack and 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 a, and a, and a cow. It doesn't need much das. But to tell the difference between a cow and a buffalo needs more das, and a cow and, and something very similar. So, so, so the, the havdalah requires um, a, a strong, the stronger the level of cognition, the more havdalah is meaningful. Das ayin, like, uh, like I, I, I that, the Gemara says, like, says, why do you, the Gemara says, why, why do you say havdalah in Kainah Das? If you don't have das, then then you don't have abdullah. You know, it's at, we say not So it's it's a function of das. So obviously, it, it requires a, a a it must be a significant abdullah. Right. Okay. Okay. Thanks so much. Take care. Okay. Good Shabbos.